we take a quick look at WonderCon in this PCC Extra. Welcome to the Pop Culture Cosmos. I don't know, how would you say this? Because you're near to the action at WonderCon. Was it something where you could say like WonderCon is like the little brother to the San Diego Comic-Con, which is the be-all, end-all of pop culture conventions? I'd say it's a a poor second because it, it does, WonderCon basically, it does revolve around, you know, people dress up as comic book characters, but so is Comic-Con. So I think it's trying to be, they're trying to have these two very exclusive events. As you and I know, it's very hard to get into that as press, but people still do. But WonderCon is just another, uh, you know, another excuse for them to try to make money, Brett, because Comic-Con is getting so full. It's like how Disneyland owns different theme parks. It's too crowded to go to Disneyland. Well, here you can go check out our safari park or whatever. Or go to the water parks, the two water parks, if you're in Orlando. And at least the one I went to was really, really nice. And they're both highly rated in Orlando. So... I cannot wait to go next time we go back to Orlando. I cannot wait to try them out again. But let's get back to what we're talking about. When it comes to WonderCon, there was only a little bit of news really coming out of it. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. talk about the new season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the fact that Coulson's character is not really Coulson's character that's coming back, but it is still Clark Gregg playing something i guess from a yeah, i don't know if he's is he from another planet or what's the story going on with clark gregg's character because at this point in time i do know agent colson is dead but someone or something that looks like agent colson is now back on the prowl and back for revenge would it be too much to hope that it's ben mendelson because that'd be fantastic Flying i don't think they have his budget the character well it is going through at least season seven and Clark Gregg is still a major part of that series. He is coming back in a new form, a new entity. But if you see the highlights that were shown, the trailer that was shown, and plus some of the footage that was debuting at WonderCon, he comes back in the form, I guess in the, an episode that he directed, comes back as an entity that is unfamiliar with anything going on with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and actually shoots and kills a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent right there on the spot. And I know that they cannot actually start their season until the events of Endgame unfold. So we won't be seeing anything from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. until mid-May, I believe, at the earliest because of how this is going to intertwine, at least somewhat indirectly, with what's going on with Avengers Endgame. So it's nice how they try to tie in there at least a little bit. I would like to see it tie in more to the Marvel Cinematic Universe or at least any of these other shows within the Marvel framework. We will obviously see that somewhat when Disney Plus comes out and they're going to have a Loki show. They're going to have Falcon and the Winter Soldier together. They're going to have Scarlet Witch. They're going to have some of these shows intertwined with what's going on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe as part of the television shows for Disney Plus. I'm assuming at the Big Brother convention, that is San Diego Comic-Con, we'll find out more about those shows and those programs. But for right now, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, I guess at this point in time, the de facto Marvel television show that people need to go ahead and tune into until we find out more about what's coming up later on at Disney Plus and some of the other things that they've got cooking up at Marvel. There was also screenings of Shazam! And what surprised me was there was a screening of Tolkien as well. 
When it comes to Shazam, we're obviously going to be talking about that pretty soon because our Friday episode, at least a portion of it, will be dedicated to what's going on with Shazam and the DC Universe and how that all ties in together. But I wanted to ask you, they did debut a screening at WonderCon of Tolkien, which was a surprise to a lot of people attending that panel. What are your thoughts on Tolkien as a biography loosely based off of some components of his life? Obviously, it goes into detail on the fantasy part of it, as we've seen in the trailer. But what do you think about Tolkien as a whole being something of a movie that people might be interested in seeing when it comes to theaters? I, he's got enough interest around him as a person. There's very little known about him. I mean, that, that's published anyways. There's no, like, really official biographies. There's uh, Time Magazine has done a, a few things that kind of briefly dove into different aspects of his life. War, childhood, religion, things like that. And even that relationship between him and C.S. Lewis, there's only like really a lot of word of mouth stuff that people know about that and a few pictures. But I'm curious how far into his life that they're going with his biography. And I do admire the people they got to play the roles, though. Nicholas Holt and Lily Collins. Like they are, they're two very well-refined actors. And I can't think of a better duo to be in a film like that but i also love how they're splicing footage from like i don't think it's footage from lord of the rings but there is lord of the rings-esque things in there. yeah it's just imagery dream sequences yes. you know, fantasy sequences i think or something like that yeah right it's not reused footage from lord of the rings this is uh i guess imagined or infers the lord of the ring imagery as far as how it shapes the books i believe that's probably you know the the inspiration he draws from it and, and you're probably i think that's probably how you get to the point where Tolkien starts creating this Lord of the Rings mythology and you see the the imagery and I'll, because obviously they can't break it down you know piece by piece over a course of a two-hour movie but they at least they can give you some inferences and the best way to do that is in this case very visually that's probably the best way to say it yeah but you don't get a lot of movies like that and you know you have what across the universe kind of did it in a musical version but something that's like this. it's a very interesting film concept to me to have him dive into his thoughts and go into the the whole fantasy realm like that's something that i don't really think has ever been done before and i'm kind of excited about it i'm kind of excited about it as well as a fan of the lord of the rings trilogy as you are i know i'm i'm looking forward to tolkien when it comes out here in a couple months and the people attending the panel at WonderCon were treated to more than just a sampling. They were given the whole thing and the whole screening, which is very unusual that not just movie, but two movies got to be played out there on the panels at WonderCon. So they're trying to differentiate WonderCon from many of the other conventions out there. So that's really, really good. But one movie that did give only just a slice was X-Men Dark Phoenix. They gave a 10-minute slice to, to the audience at a X-Men Dark Phoenix panel, and people were going in there kind of unsure exactly what's going on because of the de facto nature that the film has because of the fact that Marvel now has the X-Men property and is probably going to set it into an entirely different direction. And most, if not all, of the actors that you're going to be seeing on the screen when it comes to X-Men Dark Phoenix will probably no longer be a part of the X-Men series after this film. So I ask you, my friend, the 10-minute footage that they showed there at the panel were actually very promising. And after so many rumors of bad screenings and it's not working and a delay, we finally might have a product in X-Men Dark Phoenix that 
actually fans everywhere could actually be proud of and actually want to see for once when it comes to the X-Men universe to the point where it actually might get out of those X-Men doldrums that they've had for at least a little while since X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah, right. And also this is this is their their grand finale. And you know, we don't know what's going to happen next with this franchise. Nobody really knows. This could mark the end of an era. I know um, they had the new mutants thing, and that's kind of up in the air about what's happening with that. Do you actually think that's going to hit theaters in August as it's currently scheduled? Or do you think that it's just going to be put on some sort of platform like Disney Plus or Hulu or even FX as something like that and, and move there instead of trying to see if it will you know, suffer a horrible fate come August? Because as you and I both seen, August is not the greatest time to debut a movie. Right, but they also spent a lot of money on this, and it's a, a big budget film that Disney didn't really have to pay for. So, what could they lose by putting it out? You know, good point. Very good point. That's where I stand on it. But and also, like it's it's not attached to the X Men universe per se. So, if it does succeed, that's a again a franchise that Disney gained but didn't have to pay for. So it's I don't, I don't know. There, there's no. There's no downside in, in releasing it into theaters, to, in my opinion. No, that's, a, that's an excellent point. And you're just playing, just, you know, it's, it's times like that when you're playing with house money that you can actually end up getting a winner. So we have to wait and see what's going on with the new mutants. But yeah, there was some signs at WonderCon that a lot of people are excited for, especially some good word of mouth with Shazam and Tolkien after the full screenings there, the 10 minutes shown at X-Men Dark Phoenix, and what may come out of the future for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. once Avengers Endgame hits theaters and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back on ABC for season six sometime in the middle of May. What are your thoughts out there on WonderCon? Did you attend the event? Is that on a priority list for you about attending that show as per se South by Southwest, PAX, East or West, or even the big one, San Diego Comic-Con itself. Share us your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com. Also as well, popculturecosmos, humanity media, and game source on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Thanks for listening. Check out our latest PCC Multiverse on Friday, where we'll be talking Shazam, the latest Joker and Endgame trailers, Babylon 5, and we preview WrestleMania 35 with the guys from the Heavyweight Chumps podcast. That's the PCC Multiverse this Friday on radio stations worldwide and on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel on over 30 different podcast outlets.